You are listening to the Gay Florida Man podcast. This podcast is hosted by retired corrections officer, Mark DeWolf, who will discuss various topics prevalent to corrections, gay culture, arts and entertainment, as well as current events. Listeners need to be advised that this podcast will discuss situations involving extreme violence, substance abuse, sexual assault, and murder. Details of actual events have been modified so as to protect the privacy of involved parties. Welcome back to the Gay Florida Man podcast. This is episode 50. The all-new Gay Florida Man podcast TikTok is up and running with several classic videos, as well as a few new ones. Please check it out. Today we are talking about drag, or the performance of exaggerated masculinity, femininity, or other forms of gender expression, usually for entertainment purposes. Drag has been trending in the news, and politicians have begun to target performances saying that they contribute to the grooming or sexualization of children. According to Time Magazine, Tennessee became the first state to ban drag shows in public spaces, with at least 14 other states having introduced anti-drag bills. Why is drag suddenly such a threat? We have been enjoying drag for decades with Milton Berle, Jack Lemmon, Tony Curtis, Jerry Lewis, and even Laurel and Hardy. Movies like Tootsie, The Birdcage, Mrs. Doubtfire, The Nutty Professor, Hairspray, Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, and White Chicks all had us enjoying drag. In February 2009, probably the most well-known drag queen to date, RuPaul brought drag to an all-new level with the premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race, a reality competition show where drag queens from around the United States compete to become America's next drag superstar. Now in its 15th season, the show has spawned similar drag competition shows in Australia, Belgium, Brazil, Canada, Chile, France, Germany, Italy, Mexico, Netherlands, Philippines, Spain, Sweden, Thailand, and the United Kingdom. So joining me as we talk about drag is my good friend Angelito, but I'm going to be calling him Angel today because in my book, he is an angel. Angel, how are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. I did, have did I sound now, like an angel? Since I've known you, I think that you've always sounded like an angel. But uh, we're going to get into uh, you know certain dynamics with your family, and and you have told me that there's kind of like this other, a little more of a, an aggressive personality that's that's involved with your family that that leans towards the dark side. But we'll get to that here in a little bit. Sure. So I've been trying to get you to come on the podcast probably close to a year now. For so long, I know, but finally I'm here. Um, I just want to thank you to consider me to talk in your podcast. And I hope you're doing well, and I can't wait to, to start this. Well, you're here, and now today is the day. Happy I Sunday know. to you. You had your coffee, you're all awake, Happy you're ready. Happy Sunday, fun day. Yes, I did have my coffee. I can't start the day 
with that coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah, I walk my dog. You know, that's that's the priority for me. That's my, my baby. My priority is walking my dog. I take a good like fifteen minutes walking my dog because you know she's a spoiled brat. But yeah, as soon as I finish that, I'm ready to start everything I do. Well, that's good. You got to take care of your baby. No, we love dogs. You love drag. You uh, you're into it. We've talked about, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race and drag has become very mainstream now. I remember when I first came out of the closet, drag was one of those things that typically was for the club. You know, you would have drag performers that would go up and they would do a show right around midnight, depending, I guess, on what club you're at. But as far as Salt Lake City, where I was living when I came out, we had a, a local drag queen who went by the name Nova Star. Nova does a jewel company, Fierce Jewels, for, I guess, RuPaul's Drag Race. I know that, Yeah, right? so, so Nova was based in Salt Lake City at one point, and that's kind of when I was getting out into the club scene and going on a pretty regular basis. She would perform and then would bring in other local drag queens, and they would do the show there in Salt Lake City. And that's how I kind of got accustomed to drag queens performing at nightclubs in different gay bars throughout the United States. And you know, but, drag queens performing in the, in the nightclubs is so much fun. You know, I have it in LA, I have it in New York, and all the time I get to go there is so much fun. You know, I really go and see a drag show than go on dancing now on the, in the, in the dance floor. You, you can agree in that, but I'm not like a dance person. I always go and support a drag queen because it's so much joy, like, you know, seeing what they transmit to you, you know. Um, it's always something new. They're always gonna bring something new. Nobody's gonna copy it. Mm -hmm. There is so much money and time and energy that the people that do drag performances, they put a lot of effort into it. If yes. you look at the amount of money for those costumes and that makeup, you know, you enjoy doing drag. You like it. Now, how long have you been doing drag, Angel? How, how many years now? So let me tell you. Um, I started doing drag uh, when I was 23. That was a couple of years ago uh, with my brother. When my twin okay. brother, we moved together and then we was like, we were watching season nine and then we just started looking at each other like, do you want to do this? And then uh, he, he just looked at me like, do you really want to do this? I was like, and then I was looking at him like, yes, I want to do this. And then we ran to Sephora, we ran to uh, Durnry. No, actually we we went to Walgreens and Durnry first. CVS, okay. all, those, all, all those, you know, uh, makeup sections. Oh my God, we used to spend so much money buying those cheap makers that girls wear. I was like, they do it with this, they do it with this. And we used to apply and apply and apply. And then at the end of the day, we were like, okay, this is now how it should be. <laughs> and then we used to, <laughs> and then we said, you know, after we figured it out, it was 10, nine, oh, two years, we figured out our foundation base. We figured so, out our so control. Two years? Yeah, or preparation. Let's say two years to really go out and perform. Like, like you used to see me, you know, my pictures. I'm just letting everyone know I'm not doing drag, I'm not active, I'm taking a break out of drag. But as, you know, my experience as learning how to do drag is like you always have to take your time before going out. Whenever, you know, however you want to look and whenever you want to go, always i advise everyone to take a good month two months to figure out you know how to put this and if you don't know things like acts youtube videos are there for a reason and now we have tiktok tiktok oh my god TikTok show you everything of course people is not going to show you everything but I, like they they're giving you at least 
80% of what you should be doing. And, and I wish I had that, you know, back in the days in 2000, oh, 2017, I started doing that. I, I really commit to it, like applying at least three times a week. I used to practice, practice, practice. And, you know, and I saw improvement. Every week was improvement. It's like, okay, I figured out this. I figured this out now, uh, you know. And my brother was more into makeup. Like, you know, I was more into the, the soling and wheat, but my brother was so passionate about like, oh my God, we should do this like this, you know. But now, you know, everyone can do it. It's like, you know. So it, it was season nine that gave you guys the inspiration to, season, to try season, it? Season now, but season nine, yes. It, that season was, nine. Season, uh, listen, when me and my twin, we saw season nine, we were like, what? the hell is it we were seeing something like starting with the promo though the promo was so cute was i remember it was like colors each of the queens have one color and that that blows our mind away like we saw oh my god this is the power ranger on track i feel like this was the 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 first reference we have it was like is this power ranger and then we saw mama rue with this <laughs> white gown stunning like spikes on the side and i was like wow that's gorgeous and then Season nine was, but I watched season three. The first time I ever watched was when I was 19 years old wow. in 2013. Yeah, it was probably 2012 there. When I watched it, I used to watch it with my ex-partner. Um, I don't know, but uh, he didn't like it. I watched it. So I never watched it again until I got with my twin brother because I knew I, I knew my twin brother was not gonna mind. Like you know, we watched this. It was so much fun by watching him with my twin. <laughs> and and now RuPaul's Drag Race is on season fifteen currently. Is that correct? No, season fifteen is almost wow. season sixteen actually. Like I, I believe you know, sometime in the summer they're gonna start filming another season because this is how it how it is. You know, new girls come, new season. As soon as they wrap, you know, season 15, they want to start filming season 16. I haven't seen the most recent seasons. I kind of got busy with other things, but I need to catch up because I used to watch it religiously when I worked at the state prison working graveyard shift. I <laughs> oh, loved yeah. watching RuPaul's Drag Race. You know, as soon as the inmates were asleep, it was time to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. I love it. You, I know, but you're in good hands now because I'm not fan number one of RuPaul's Drag Race, so I can <laughs> tell you, like, we can see one day and, you know, just pull one season and, you know, now they have ambition, these TV visuals, TV, they have an own channel about RuPaul's Drag Race. It is called Drag Universe, Drag Race Universe, sorry. Wow. And now, and they roll every season, like, like let's say it starts season one of Philippines, and then they're gonna finish season one Philippines, and then gonna start Italy season one, you know what I mean? They just roll every season. It's how like a non-stop marathon. How many different drag races are there in different countries? Do you know what that number yes. is? Because you're telling me the Philippines, I did not yes. even know that. Okay, let me just inform you. There's, okay, come to the US. And then it's Canada, and then there's Italy. It's Italy. Spain. There's, yeah, Spain is one of the most famous because you know it's the only Spanish language um, group of drivers okay. playing. Yeah, so France, France, and then now it's Philippines. There's Thailand too. They, they stopped filming for a while, but now they're gonna come for season three of Thailand. They, okay. Uh, yeah, they're gonna start next year, and then there's also Sweden. Wow. Sweden? Yeah, I know. They start Sweden now. Um, Belgium. And I heard this now Drag Race Mexico is coming next year. I think this summer. I don't know. Who I need would to have check thought, out. Who would have thought 
that at one point so many years ago where uh, you know drag was like th this secret thing in the closet and of course there was gay bashings in the streets when guys dress up in women's clothes and it was a threat to male masculinity and now we're at a point in 2023 where we have not only drag race here rupaul's drag race in the united states but we have it in all these other countries and now there's going to be a channel dedicated to it and you and i had talked prior to today and we had talked about that documentary Wigstock when there used to be this outdoor festival that um, rupaul was involved with lady bunny was involved with um all these jackie beat was involved with for micah all these famous old school drag queens that's legendary they're all the yeah. legends now we get to a point where it has gone international and it's gone mainstream and i think that's very cool for the the people that are into it and you see these costumes and the makeup and the creativity is crazy it is crazy but you know what as a gay kid i never thought um this was gonna go mainstream it wasn't gonna be even acceptable for people to you know assimilate let's say it just so it's it, it just like a dream that guys like me let's say um that they don't mind to you know explore the other side you know because we we only um born knowing that you have to be a man you know you have to be mm -hmm. a man as a kid you know they're being traumatized uh we're not having a second father and this is like a trauma like you know you have to be like this so uh, for a guy like me it was impossible to ever even think i was gonna watch this in tv so for us I, I now you know i see for guys like me it's so exciting to just watch this in TV at any time and all around the world. It's just like, wow. Now women cannot say nothing, you know, about, about it because, you know, everyone's doing it. So, you know, I think that was the most um, um, shame that, you know, a woman see you care about what she say, you know what I mean? For me, it was just like, oh my God, can I let my mother see me? I cannot let my sister see me. Now with this platform that I'm um, this TV show, it just gave us more strength to say, you know what? Women's addressing as guy guys interesting as women like everyone's cool you know we just dressing we just playing around we are like literally the clowns that we used to go to the kicks parties and entertain everyone you know now <laughs> women can do it do the same thing dress as a guy i'm you know i'll be the clown and now guys can do it too so well, i just say you know this is the new version of the clowns a lot of drag queens are so fucking hilarious Bianca Del Rio is absolutely amazing with her humor. Sharon Needles has kind of a darker side of her humor. RuPaul, of course, has always been very funny. Jackie Beat is my all-time favorite as far as just, you know, her parodies of different popular pop songs. She is so hilarious. So a lot of the people that really enjoy drag, those people are so creative. One of the newer ones is bob the drag queen that guy is so he's so funny, funny. Yes. my god i can watch that guy for hours he's yes. great he's just good, yeah. him alone makes drag so wonderful for me because the guy's just so quick-witted you know i want to ask you angel i want to go over some certain terminology so people that are listening to this may or may not be familiar with the whole drag world i want to throw some terminology out at you and you define it for me because a lot of this stuff our listeners wouldn't know so i want to throw some different things and i want you to explain what these terms mean and i think 
that you're going to be able to answer a lot of this stuff. Let's do it. Okay. What does the term dusted mean? If Ooh. someone says you look dusted. You oh, you look that. dusted. You look crispy. You look, you know, <laughs> uh, you look, um, you look not ready. Like you look not on point. I think that's what it is. You know, I have been around drag queens, but uh, uh, I don't know. They have never told me that. So maybe I, I didn't even know that. But, you know, I know okay. what is crispy. It looks like a, you, you make a snap blend enough. Okay. Maybe that, okay, that, that, that can similar with that. Yeah. Okay. So according to Mental Floss, Dusted is looking flawless, polished, and perfect. Oh, wow. Now I want to look dusted. The, the opposite of that is busted, oh, which busted. is disheveled, unpolished, yeah. or just plain bad. And so you mm. had kind of said I looked a little busted when I showed you my drag. When I... <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark, do you blend? Do you blend well, right? You blend it, right? Apparently, I didn't, Angel. Well, you didn't. Well, let, let me just ask you: Do you mix oil with water-based foundation? Do you mix them together? Because I used to do that when I used to go to the Walgreens and and, and the Durandry. I used to get any makeup and just put it in myself, and I was like, okay, this doesn't look right. You know what I mean? Until mm -hmm. no, until later I study it and it's like you cannot mix oil with the oil and creams. Uh, you know, there's some kind of thing you cannot mix because mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you see the label, one of them have oil, one of them have water, and if you, you can, you can. I know you cannot mix water okay. and oil. So well, know. okay, let me ask you this: Did I look dusted or busted as Ronald McDonald? Let's say that you Donald McDonald look dusted. But you, uh, you and drag were not looking as, you know, it should. It's Christmas. Let's just let you, let's just be. Uh, you, you, you were not ready right there. Right. Call. Let's we call can a get spade you a spade. Ready, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. You're gonna help me. You're gonna you're gonna oh, help course. me bring my A game. Yes. The ne <laughs> the next term I've got is boots, and this is from Bob the drag queen. Boots. Boots. Well, your books just when you know your look is is not good. No, your your boot. Right, now, according to this, according to Mental Floss, tacking the term boots to the end of a comment emphasizes the sentiment. As Bob the drag queen explained to Vanity Fair, in real life you would say this outfit is very fierce, but in drag you would say this outfit is fierce boots. If you want to add even more emphasis, you could say boots the house down or the house down boots no i know um, that there's a, a show called boot and tooth i think okay and they give you a tooth or a boot i don't know which one is which one but you know i know one of them looks good and one is you don't look good how about the term bar queen bar queen yeah the queen that is on a bar you're right there you're absolutely right this is i guess a diss this is an insult that it implies that you're only good enough to perform in bars rather than booking larger and or esteemed establishments. Mm. So if somebody calls you a bar queen, I guess that's throwing some shade. They're saying you're not shade. good enough. You're not you're not good enough to get into larger venues. Oh my god. I think I'm that. Oh my god. Let me figure out that because I know my twin. No, listen, my no my twin. He's the one that performs more. I know uh -huh. he's the one that kill it all the time. 
like one day we were in a club cobra in los angeles um we mm -hmm. were performing um we were doing a duo when we went to the final going to the point we went to the final one of them we have to perform against then the another person that was you know, competing against and my twin you know decided he would like to do it because he will kill it and i okay. told him you know what i think you're right you should do it and then we won <laughs> so wow. so i guess if i was doing it probably we were not gonna get the win but yeah you know we're a team and we made the, the right choice you know, I follow both of you guys on Instagram and on Facebook, I believe. And you guys have nailed drag. You really are amazing with your art. Your makeup is on point. You guys do amazing costumes. It's really incredible. The illusion is there. You know, if I did not know you, Angel, I would say that's a woman. <laughs> No, you guys Just really do laugh. a great job. You guys, no, you guys I, do a I, great job. I, I, I will take that on my brother because my brother does look like, oh my God, if you knew my sister, he looked just exactly like my sister. Um, even my older brother say, oh my God, Daniel, you look like a woman. Yeah, you both <laughs> he look like, he, he called it like, oh, me is more like, a, I look like him. But for us, for me and my twin, we always have say that, you know, he look more, um, like a girl if he, if he, we both were uh, born a girl and a boy he probably was gonna be the girl because he looks more like my mom i look more like my father i always say um you know i always i love that because we always have been this uh feeling lily from the roguelikes and you you remember the cartoon mm -hmm. so we we always tell each other like okay you the girl and the boy so until now wow. because you know, yeah until now because you know you, you you don't see my brother having muscles you see me uh, you know uh with the muscles you know uh, with the you know with the tattoos in the body you know so are uh, we grew up like that you know um but i know i i see what you're saying as i say you know you only have to take your time um practice your your craft like you know if you want to want to look like a diamond you have to polish that diamond as much as you can before you go um you know get rid because honestly people is going to destroy your part um, oh and, uh, and, 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 be nasty yeah yeah and let me just tell you this like sometimes me and my brother we go out like sometimes we used to go both of those or because it's so much time doing both of those because we need an assistant on the side if we will go both doing it but usually when he goes, people are accepting it. Okay, you guys here, but uh, people will not be as nice if you were up on polished queen. Like, let's say if he, my brother was unpolished or my father was looking busted, let's say this terminology. <laughs> okay. My brother will have probably make more friends than he uses. Like, let's say like people don't, people get like a threat. It's like, a, a, oh my gosh, she's, you know, She's the target, you know what I mean? She looked polished in her face. She looked put together in her outfit. So, you know, it's competition. So, you know, sometimes it goes better if you are a polished queen than a polished queen. Because if you are a polished queen, you, you know, they consider you either a ruger, you know, and they bow to you, or you a polished queen, they just see you as a threat. So, you know, you know, people, queens, more queens, because people are nice to you, no matter if you are polished or not polished, but you know, is how you want to present yourself you know i'm talking about the queens the queens will not be good as you know they should if you were not looking as pretty you know 
and unfortunately me and my brother we always look polished because you know we as i said we we, we practice our craft like for years how long does it take for you to put on your your face your makeup for me about let's say maximum two hours for my brother is more <laughs> just <laughs> just like going <laughs> to, to 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 a wedding it's like she she took like four hours <laughs> so really yeah but I, I lately you know i have been um clocking him with the time say oh girl you need to go speed it up so you know <laughs> the, the, the the fastest she had ever done is like two hours and a half probably like, but I, I usually get faster than him okay Okay. Yeah, I, I, I have always been this way. I, I, I think I am the twin that always just want to get it done. My brother, look at his face. He starts talking with a mirror. He ha he's talking with a flower. He's talking, oh my God. He's like, you know what I mean? Let's just say that two hours. <laughs> what makeup do you use now? Because you said when you first started, it was Walgreens mm, to go get yes. your makeup. Where do you buy your makeup now? What works the best? Is there Whoa. a particular line? Yes, there's so many. But I will say uh, Jubius. I feel, you know, anybody knows Jubius has a cool foundation. It's full coverage. Uh, it works more for dark skin people. Like, like me and my brother, we are kind of cinnamon, kind of, you know, t skin tone. So uh -huh. this Jubius is especially for dark skin people, like, you know, for brown people. So we love to use Jubias, like in okay. foundation, padding, and uh, shadows, everything. But also, you can go um, use Tartar, you can go use Anastasia Beverly Hills. We also use Anastasia, Anastasia Beverly Hills. I would not recommend um, just go on full Elf because you know that's the cheapest. But if you can use Elf in like concealer or you know, or Things like eyeliner, mascara, they are great, they're cheap, um, they do the job. Um, just add glitter to everything. Like I would say glitter, stones, buy buy a package of stone, um, okay. glue it into your face, that looks so much better. And then the day, like if you wanna fix anything, a stone or um glitter, fix it. Okay. Mm -hmm. If somebody was just starting to get into drag what would they expect to spend on the initial purchase of makeup how much mm -hmm. do you think that a, to really to have your foundation and your eyelashes and all the stuff that's required to pull off the illusion and to do an amazing job so you look dusted not busted what is somebody <laughs> what is somebody going to spend expect mm, spending not from, the wig not, not the wig or the no, costume no just, no just no the, the makeup yeah so I would say around 150 to 200 okay. for a good foundation, concealer, because you need, look, you need primer, okay? You need corrector to correct your beard, your under eye, and your lines if you have, you know, expression line. Um, you need also good concealer to conceal everything. Uh, um, some people, they need two shades of concealer because you're not gonna conceal, you know, like am i am am how i've been studying how makeup drag makeup works like you should conceal in two times and two uh, tones sorry um a lighter one and a more natural one so like you know you apply the more 
lighter in the nose and under your under your nose or uh, under your eye and then you just start uh, doing another um another uh, line under the lighter one that you put below because you need to conceal those two tones and look like you know it makes sense how that makes sense i think that in the future i want to do a video podcast with you and have you put on your makeup? Would you be willing to do that with on a video for us? Oh yes, I was thinking <laughs> to do that. No, I was, I was thinking to do that on my TikTok. You know. Oh. Yeah, I was. I was. I have been thinking to do that on my TikTok. Like, what? Okay. What if you turn stop dancing or stop doing all these boy things and just start putting makeup? Because you know, I haven't done that. So, show, but I, yeah. This show people I would, how it's I, done. Yeah. Right. Okay, I don't, so know, me... I, I don't know if you want to. I, I want to throw my secrets like that, but I'm doing it here. So you, if you watch, oh, you're awesome. <laughs> I, I knew there was a reason I loved you, Angel. So uh, let me ask you this: What is your drag name, and how does somebody get their drag name? Because I'm calling you Angel, and I don't know if you know what my drag name is. Oh no, I don't know. I start with you. What is your drag name? My name is Shanita Wonton. Oh yeah, you told me. Oh my god, remember. <laughs> I remember one so, time. Oh, I love for, one time, by the way. <laughs> so for you know, people... I used to eat that when I was a kid. That was the only dish I used to know that was from China. <laughs> and I used to eat it when I was a kid. Because we used to go to a Chinese restaurant. And my mother used to order it one time, one time. And it's like a soup with, um, um, with those chips. It's oh, like a, okay. It's yes. like a big chip. Uh-huh. Yeah, something well, like you know, that. I know that a, a friend of a friend had told me that Shanita Wonton was because I have dated several Asian people in my past. And so this person said, because I've got this attraction towards Asian, that it's perfect to have, she needs a wonton. She needs an Asian guy. <laughs> so that's, that's oh where that God, comes from. So, so, yeah, oh, so, wow. so I have definitely, um, I've had a few Asians in my day. So, I mean, excuse oh me, I've had a God. few wontons. So... <laughs> Interesting, but you know what? It makes now makes sense. You're yes. telling me your story, you're telling me this. Oh my god, you're a shitty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Well, whoever whoever told you that is a shady bitch, actually. Very shady bitch. Very shady. Oh my god. Yeah, so we let's talked start about with that. The name. <laughs> so um, oh, so tell me what your drag name is. So my drag name, I got it from actually Angelito. You know, I'm a, you know my Angelito was my star as a gay person when I pack in the days when I struggle a lot. People don't know, or people know, yeah, ID porn. That's mm -hmm. when all stars. Um, honestly, I got to do what I got to do. Let's say surviving. Because my mm -hmm. mother passed away just a year before that. People don't know, but my father is homophobic. And then when my father um, gave us his bag, like, you know, like, you can to my brother, he gave him, he came out when he was 17 years old. Because my brother come out. And then I was like... Your brother oh, came out when he was 17. Yeah, he came out 17. And he was kicked out really badly. He got kicked like, out by your dad. He almost got killed. Let's just say that. <laughs> but he didn't. So after that, you know, uh, my father never knew about me. But um, since my father knew, I support my brother so much. So he gave me, you know, silent to me. Like he didn't support me after my mom died. Even I have to support him. Me, um, 
being a homeless person because I didn't have no mother and no, I didn't have no father. And when I didn't have nowhere to go and sleep, that's where I, you know, I needed to go and you know, look for something to start on my own. So that's when I jumped into porn. You know, I got some offers. Um, you know, I needed to do what I needed to do back then. But I always recommend people like if you have your parents and you have your mom, you know, you have one of them or your parents and they support you. Or even if you have your grandmother or aunts, like go and look for them because don't do what I did because honestly, it's just I was weak. I didn't want to face reality. I didn't want to, you know, make nobody worry about me. So, but if you have your parents and you have your support system, you know, do what you love. And if you points what you love, you know, go for it because you know I have so many kicks like they're oh how do I start porn? How do I, you know they they message me on Facebook? It's still like a you know like a, I was so successful on them like you know <laughs> but you know they want to know how did I you know how they can do it you know I and I just you know, I advise them this I I told them you know this so many kicks I told them like look if you really need to do it and you don't have no research who to ask help you know going for it but if you do you know just don't do it because you need money because honestly you can do something else you can work for doing money but if that's what you love you know start you know go to the you know, twitters and start messaging the you know the poor companies they will they definitely will take you like you know they're like they're always looking for models do you regret that decision oh no i don't regret that because okay. honestly you know at this point like not having a father and not having even a mother and what should i worry about um anything that comes along the way and and, and this was something that it was offered it's something that was offered and i accepted on my own terms you know and condition because i had a condition but yeah i don't regret that and actually that's when i jumped to my drug name my my you know the producer this video the first one i made um he asked me so what is gonna be your name after wrapping up everything after doing the video <laughs> he asked me so what is gonna be your stage name is and stage name and then i keep asking i keep asking myself the question stage name was. and then i jumped only the only name that jumped in my head was like oh my god what are if i call how my mother used to call me angelito I just told him Angelito, Angelito, and then since then everyone know me as Angel. Like, listen, this name only <laughs> came to my mind because I remember why I did this, and I only did this video only for survive, pay uh you know a rent of the room because of you know normally they want you to pay the policy um first month. You at least needed to have at least a thousand dollars to pay a room. You know what I mean? That's the only way I could do that fast and that's how I got my name Angelito and then later years years later I didn't need to do porn no more I didn't you know didn't have to think about struggling I got to my brother and um, we both were like oh my god we should start doing drag and then thinking about my dragness like oh my god what if you transform Angelito with Angelica uh, you know I keep the Angel and then I just uh -huh. added, you know, I just added the Lika and stained the little. So I was like, perfect. That's gonna be my name. And that's so how I got my name. The Angelica. So my drag name, everyone's known me as Angelica. Angelica. Like Angelica yeah. Houston. Yes. Like okay. Angelica Pickles. <laughs> so uh no last name, just just like Madonna. That's my drag name. But and then years later, I decided to add it a little more because, you know, I'm a Leo. So, you know, uh -huh. and then I, I was like, you're a Leo. Is... 
Yeah, I'm a Leo. Oh my god. Oh, I'm a Leo. Oh yes, I know. I could. Tell. Interesting. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, I did not know that. And that's too. why you like to perform. I get it. Uh, you are a classic Leo. I should have put this together on my own. Oh my god. <laughs> I can say the same to you about you. You know, it's <laughs> just cool. the vibe. You know, it gives me the vibe. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> such a Leo. Um, so let me you say as well. Um, Thank you. So let me say, um, and then I was like, um, me and my brother, my brother had a long name and it's like Daniela. And then it's like, okay. I, and then I was just thinking about what if we make it like a, I'm the Mary Kay or the horses. So, and then I just break Angelica in the middle and then just add in the middle cat. My actual name is my full name because you know, as a drag queen, you have to have a full name. These queens, like let's, let's say the six and 16, this, this queen is hilarious. She's amazing. I hope she wins. It's Mistress Isabel Brooks. You see how the lonely <laughs> it plays so wonderful. So I was like, I want to have a lonely too. So then I was like, Angelica Lika. I have performed with that name in two places. They have called me with that lonely, but in other places, since you know everyone uh, know me with my twins, uh, Angelica and Daniela, so I was like, you know, everyone just call me Angelica, you know. But uh, mm -hmm. some people call me Angelica. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, they just pronounce it like the long way, you know. I was performing in Revolver, um, in in West Los Hollywood. Angeles, yes, in West, West Hollywood. Hollywood. Okay, yeah. And then this host called my name. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, my brother just bothered me with my name. He he said it so fast, like uh, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, it's just so funny. It's just so funny how people can just pronounce it like Anchikaklika. You know, say it slowly one more time so everybody can hear your official drag name. My official drag name is Anchikaklika. And like if you I know if you just see the Angelica still there. But just uh -huh. in the middle is cat with a K. Because gotcha. I'm a Leo. And okay. I, you know, yeah, like, you know, I always see myself as a cat. And I'm such a cat, you know. And, and then, <laughs> and my, I know, I know. And my, like, listen, I drink milk every day. I eat seafood mostly every week. I drink milk every day. <laughs> now, <laughs> like, regular milk or to be almond milk? I'm just Oh, curious. I can drink, I can drink any milk. Any meal, lacto-free, okay. uh, lacto, dairy, I, I can drink anything, anything. It won't bother me. It won't send me to, you know, my brother cannot drink milk at all. Like, oh my like God, the girl will go. Uh, Lactose intolerant? Oh no, yes. The girl will go and quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> the girl wow. will go literally in lockdown, you know, um, yeah, with a chain, and, and she's a dramatic twin. So she will be like, David, don't call me because you kill me with this milk. I mean, because you know, sometimes I just bring him something, but and then I forget, like, oh, Daniel, you lactose. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, no yogurt, no ice cream, no dairy at all. He eats yogurt, but it's some specific yogurt that doesn't, you know, doesn't bother his stomach. But I, I, no, he cannot eat cheese like me. I eat cheese mostly every day. <laughs> you like cheese, okay? Oh no, yeah, I love cheese. I love what? milk, cheese, everything. Like I drink with cereal and milk every night. Angelica, what would be Angelica's favorite cereal? Favorite cereal is not like. Not Angel. Oh, Angelica. Angelica. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, Angelica first. <laughs> it will be Fruit Loops. Oh, Fruit Loops. Okay. Yeah, right. I love Fruit Loops. Once in a while, I drink. I eat Fruit Loops. All the colors of the rainbow. Oh, my God. Yeah, I love it. 
It's just <laughs> the combination all day, all day with milk. Oh my God. Even I, I drink even the milk as a, as a, as a protein shake. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's so okay. delicious. Let me get back to some of these mental floss terminology because as we can uh, have our, our listeners follow us on different terminology. The term reading, when you read somebody in drag, what is that? Do you know what that? Just, that's basically you being nice, but you letting the person know this is funny about you. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to read you. Like, I, I'm going to be shading a good way. Let's say. <laughs> You're pointing Let's out say, their flaws. Yeah, you just you know, I'm, I and you know what? I'm before when I was a kid, I used to hate people telling me what is wrong with me. They used, to, oh my god, they, people used to tear me apart. They used to call me so many names. But now it's just, and you know, as a, I'm a drag queen, so it's like, oh my god, no, I, I want people to read me. I don't care. Like you know what I mean? I had, a, I had, I had everything. It just as somebody that know how to read, it's okay to be read. Mm, they just, they just okay now you, you, you have critique. to be okay yeah you have You're, to be okay when you're reading because you know somebody's gonna read you back yeah but it's also yeah. gonna help you perfect your drag right i'm being more I, confident um around yeah. people because it, as soon as they you know they already told you your truth it's like okay i can just be here everybody knows already so you know nothing's gonna bother you, you know and i mean sure you know. sure you've got confidence Yes. Um, and as a Leo, you've got a lot of confidence. So we oh love you. Eleganza extravaganza. Eleganza extravaganza is your best drag. Like you go all and beyond. Like you put all the jewels, you put everything. Okay. Like you go sparkly, you go in a gown. Eleganza extravaganza. Oh, well, it doesn't have to do a gown. It, has to, it doesn't have to be a gown, but it has to be wow. Shelf stopping. Right. The way that this defines it is basically what you're saying, and that is a gathering where everyone and everything is exceptionally elegant and glamorous. Mm -hmm. You pull out all the stops. It's beautiful. Yeah. I have one gown that my friend um, in LA, he made for me. I have never worn it. Now, why never. is that? Oh, why? Let me see. Let me think about why. Oh, yes. I came from LA because of the pandemic. It throw me back here to New mm -hmm. York because you know, everyone told that, you know, we were going to die if he, you know, there was not a cure. So I was over there by myself. So like my family was like, you better come here because, you know, I mean, what are we going to do if, you, you know, something happened to you? Like, how are we going to go and see you? You know what I mean? I started looking for a plane ticket from January, from February and then March. And for April, I got a plane ticket. I board the plane with my dog and just land here. I brought the dress with me. Um, I put it in my closet and I've been sitting there only because I broke my, I don't know if people know, I broke my elbow in last December and I had to stop doing drugs for a few months. So I just been having it there. And since my brother doesn't fit on it because you no, know, it was made for me. So you know, mm. I had tried to put it in him in with the dress, but I, he still needs some pounds. Do you guys share a lot of your costumes? Mm, no, usually, because no, his okay. taste is not my taste, and my taste not his. But okay. if we has to, and he asks me, like usually the wits are the one that we could share. He wore a shirt I like, and say, "Oh my God, you wore that shirt that day. I like it." 
can I wear it? And then he will give it to me. But I, um, honestly, we had different tastes. And sometimes my clothes is pink and he hate pink. So really? <laughs> he likes pork. Yeah, he likes pork. Oh my God, I'm so thankful that he doesn't like pink because imagine he would be wearing my drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, well, I yeah. hope. I hope when I put this podcast up on the uh, Podbean, I hope that you'll share some pictures of yourself in drag for social media so people can see your look. Oh, yes. Let's do that. I would I'm love so excited. Uh, to share your, your look so people can see who you are. Yeah. They are a year old, but I, I promise I will start doing some looks later this year. I just... I just been busy. I just been busy. Um, yeah, I can I can just wait to you know start doing it again. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. A couple more terms that I want to go over. Um, serving realness. Serving realness is yeah. realness. Well, realness is basically your authentic self. You the realness, like you your real mm -hmm. self. Serving is you are giving it you are um mm -hmm. serving it you are performing you are showing so it's just being yourself serving realness i would say so according to this is serving realness is when you do drag and you're portraying a particular character so like oh. let's say that you're playing uh meryl street and you dress up and it's authentic to the look of that particular person whether it be britney spears or rihanna or beyonce your authentic or your realness you look you embody that character that person is the way that yeah. i'm reading this serving realness yeah. means you're so fully embodying a certain persona that it appears authentic wow nice i didn't know yeah. that yeah serving now i know yeah as you embrace and you start to look at different looks as you go back out into the club you're going to be able to throw some shade at people because you know all this terminology. Yes. I, I can't wait to go now. Like I'm gonna <laughs> tell them. I'm gonna let them know. I usually tell my my my, my twin sister, oh my god, you're serving. Um sometimes when she's not serving, she just take off the look because she believes me so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, but I, I'm like, no, that 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 haven't happened. But, I can see now serving realness. Well, mm -hmm. did I sell realness once ever? Wait, let me see. Oh yeah, I have did you, Cardi B. Because you have your own character that you've uh, put together. Have you impersonated other um, divas or yes. other? You have okay. Yes, I did Cardi B. Okay, I'm obsessed with Cardi B. And um, one day I will do her so good. But uh, um, I, even I I purchased the custom for her, like you know, like mm. with the same designer that she made. Um, this um, have you heard this um up video, Cardi B up? Oh, I've of course I've heard of Cardi B, and I've heard uh the music. Uh, could you share? Uh, could you search up, U P, up the video? you will notice there's um corset black corset i custom made the same black corset without the jewels of course i custom made with the same designer that made that corset for cardi b for that music video i was about to do it i i even did the weed i did everything all the whole head to toe look it's black with a bunch of uh stones yes yes uh with roses on the back 
and yeah, um, yeah but not the rosa just the corsac just okay. the black corsac yeah wow i know and and the same wheat it was the same wheat um serena chacha did my weight actually i purchased okay. from her she was a season five uh contest wow <laughs> yeah she Very did my cool. wheat um yeah i don't know i sold it because I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it was going for me. I second thought about it. Um, this queen wanted to buy from me. So and then I thought about it. Like, why if I sell it to her and then I redo it again, even better? Because there, there was something I didn't like about the the you know the combination. Maybe I would want to do the exact look. You know what I mean? It's like right. it's just a thought. I was like, what if I make this course and I make the weed? And I perform as a Caribbean, but I, and the end of the day, it didn't, it didn't give me what I wanted. So that's what I sold it. Let's say that I sold it to a queen that you know, a, a friend of mine, and she really liked it. So I'm just like, okay. So when you were serving realness, you were serving it as Cardi B. Yeah, but I was doing a Cardi B for um, let's just say that um, for one of my tape or for Rupert Drag Race, I did impersonate Cardi B for a Snatch Game. For one of my tapes, I did it. Um, for me, I did it good because you no, know, I had the same custom. No, when when you say for one of your tapes, you have submitted to be on RuPaul's yes, Drag Race. I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I have before, so, but you know, is uh, before anybody wants to submit, um, you know, an application to RuPaul's Drag Race, you have to just make sure you have what it takes and you have all everything because it's a lot that you need. To qualify. Okay. Let's just say that. It's a lot, sure, a lot, sure. a lot. So yeah, let's just say that one of my tastes I did the impersonating Caribbean. Um for me being funny is not something, you know, too hard to do. So I just did her. Probably didn't didn't have all the looks, but I did a snatch game as Caribbean. And for me, I liked it. And so for people that are listening to this that have not seen RuPaul's drag race, what is the snatch game? Snatch King is when you portray a celebrity or somebody mm -hmm. and just answer the questions. Answer the questions in a funny way. Let's say RuPaul is throwing Lady Bunny um, went to the club carrying <laughs> her blend. Uh -huh. And then you have to fill it up with something funny, filthy, or, or you know, or funny, be funny. You've got to be I would say be funny. It. You have to be quick. You have to be confident. You have to throw it back and forth. Whatever it is, you have to do not go off the character because that's the worst thing you can do. I, I always say if, it, if you stay with the character, even if you do bad, if you stay with the character, you're playing it safe. Angel, is it intimidating for you to audition for a show like RuPaul's Drag Race that if you get on and you're in this production and you're competing with all these other queens and they all want to win and they're shady as fuck does that intimidate you at all does that scare you at all because there's a lot of different age groups there's different looks and you're in there and everybody's trying to take the other person down does that intimidate you at all it could have intimidated me more if he, I never went to the club before, if he, I didn't even meet a drag queen in person. Mm -hmm. But as I, I have been, you know, uh, pursuing drag for the past couple of years, and I have gone to many, many drag shows. Let's say I have seen 
probably half of the whole cast queens performing like from nina monina brown from raven from raja you know i had seen them only see them you know mm-hmm. um i didn't have to talk to them but i, I had talked with some of them you know just saying hi 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 that's it you know when you're taking a picture with them you know you can absorb that energy i'm confident okay at least the person you know got close to me and you know didn't see anything bad you know you know because you always like you know thinking about like they're not gonna like me oh my god people is gonna be that you sure. always thinking negative yeah but i say now since i had done that now i think if i will cast it will not tell me any as much i will say i will be myself i will stand up for myself be the person who i am which is a genuine person you know you can be shady along the way but everyone's gonna be shady you know what i mean um and that's what i say you know you have to uh, build this um protection against mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. that they will throw to you you know and just play as they are your classmates and you just think about you know your childhood were your best friends were who they were the people that no matter how they treat you you will keep talking to them the next day you know you know because you you have to just deal with it you know if you're gonna be a drunk queen, you have to face the shadiness you have to face reality some people are gonna throw you in the garage you need the ordering <laughs> or you need, <laughs> or yeah, you need a yeah. man you know what i mean people are gonna be so cruel but you know I have the utmost respect for people that are able to do drag because if you look at the uh, LGBTQ plus community and all the things that gay people have had to overcome and now transgender people are having to overcome and you look at the history and it takes a really big set of balls for a man to put on woman's clothing with fake hips and really pull off the illusion and then go right into Manhattan or even like small town Nebraska. That mm-hmm. takes fucking guts. I will say that for sure. And um, there's still risk of people saying nasty shit. Not even other gay people, but people that fear what they don't know. Right now, there's this epidemic with you know conservatives attacking drag queens and the drag queen story hour that you see in the news. This Proud Boys group going after drag queens and all they're doing is telling stories in libraries and it just seems to really trigger ultra conservatives who think that and they start using terms like grooming which is of course connected to pedophilia with you know adults trying to go after children they try to link that with drag queens which makes no sense because the drag queens that i've been around have absolutely no interest other than having a great time, looking fierce, and having an amazing cocktail. I and, give, and getting up and performing in front of an audience and hearing the, the reception of people clapping, applauding, screaming, and saying, you look fantastic, you really pulled this off, and it looks great. And it's really sad where this country has gone with certain groups attacking drag queens. Again, it takes really big balls to get dressed up and really do it well. And yes. I just I think that a lot of guys ultra conservative guys i think they're just scared because they're getting a boner and they know that it's a dude but they they look a lot hotter than their wife i agree i agree i agree with that honestly 100 percent, i agree with that like listen there's nothing wrong with doing 
creativity with doing um something that you love either is dressing as a guy is it's a girl i feel like those people are just so mad and bothersome that they cannot do it and everyone's <laughs> doing it eventually there's gonna be some politicians and you know, um drag queens in the future you know you, you never know there's something Absolutely. has to change you know what we have this topic in my classroom and uh, this week um, on Tuesday, there if it and um, the professor always put something to write at 50 minutes. You know when you start a class, it's like free write, and then write about something. And then this question was, what is something in the world that would you change, and why? And I and then at the end of the you know and then the 50 minutes she asked to share it, and um, and I was the last person to share it. And I was thinking about it, I shouldn't share it because there's probably kicks here that 1918 and it's gonna bother them, you know, they're gonna probably think that I'm, I'm a I'm not, I'm not some pervert or something that I'm bringing at the LGBTQ, but I fuck it, I don't care. I brought it mm-hmm. up, I'm saying, you know, I will change this um mentality of these people that are in the Congress that thinking that creativity or doing drag or taking people's job that they haven't there's not even history that a drag queen has insult somebody even a kid or a woman or a man it's just for me for somebody that has something thinking that way and has something against drag queen that having never done anything like that it's just about them it's Mm -hmm. their fears or they're going as like us um, in salt case, like you know what I mean. If Absolutely. they're thinking about we doing that, what about we think about they doing that? Because uh, for me, whoever think about pedophilia in drag queen is like for me, they are the pel, they are the perverts. No, yeah, us. there's it's a reflection. Yeah, it's a reflection. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's a reflection of a reflection. of what's going on in their brain. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't even see it possible how somebody like us like a drag queen people that you know we are gays we are queers but we couldn't even think about hurting a kick because right. kids see us as our heroes kids see us as a oh my god i want to be like that one day you know what i mean it's that i have seen them looking at me when i'm going in the train um before when i used to do drag um and they used to look at us you know younger kids and they used to just like smile or things like that you know the least that you want then is to be nice to you. You know what I mean? You don't want to scare them. You know what I mean? You don't want to scare kids for you doing drag. You know that's not that's not a reason why we do drag. You know what I mean? So people thinking that dairy of drag queens is just reflection of them. Is what think- they're really thinking in their minds, and they're just using us as a what as a something uh, that they want to project themselves. I couldn't agree with you more. As we've talked about, and we've talked before this podcast today, we talk about you know, drag and this story time with children and how it's a threat to a lot of conservatives. And there's this show that's been on HBO, and I think they're on season three, and you and I have talked about it, and it's yes. called We're Here. And it has three of the popular drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, Bob the Drag Queen, Eureka O'Hara, and Shangela. These three people go to different towns where there's a lot of homophobia, a lot of transphobia, and you see them interact with the town who is, they're a little in the dark ages, a lot of them, 
but there's stories connected to those towns in the LGBTQ plus community that embrace the whole drag thing and they tell their stories of what's happened to them. I cannot say enough about this show. And of course, it's got the production value of HBO. So you know it's going to be phenomenal. It's huge budget. Mm -hmm. It's so funny, but there's also a therapy aspect to it. And I got to tell you, most of the episodes had me crying like more than any other series that I've ever watched. It's so real. It's such great, authentic stories. And it was such a, a healing process to he see these people be able to tell their story. At the end of each episode, they do this amazing drag performance. And they bring these people that are dealing with different tragedies and different setbacks in their life and they enable these people and they get up and they perform and they tell their story through the art of drag and hbo hands down you guys have done an amazing job and i couldn't agree more you. yeah it's, it's so amazing. good it's so good so you got to promise me that if you end up going on rupaul's drag race at some point <laughs> angel you got to promise me that you end up going on you we're here on HBO. You got to be the number fourth character because. Oh my God. Imagine. <laughs> you got to promise well, me I that. Just, I would promise you and give you the Latin, you know, the Latin, um, the, the Latino or the, or the cast. I will be the Latino, the cast. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I will they be need one. Spanglish. Yeah, they need one. But let me just tell you, these t-shirts needed to be done years ago because, mm -hmm. you know, so many people that need this every and every time i would say around the world because where it coming from like ecuador oh my god people will be so happy to just have people like this coming to their houses and telling them there's nothing wrong with them it's oh, it's just something oh my god it needed to be done years ago but thank god you know now they have it and i know i know two of them I know Shangela, I met Shangela, and I met Eureka in LA. Both of them, I met them in LA. Um, and just, as I say, just hi and hello. And this one, I can tell they're wonderful persons. That's cool. I will be casting for that, bro. Trust would, me, believe me. I, I would love it. <laughs> and, and, um, in the year 2050. <laughs> I've got one last question for you because you brought up yes. Ecuador, where uh, you're yes. originally from. How are lgbtq plus people treated in ecuador it differs between different countries in ecuador yes. how are people that are that are gay trans how are they treated i cannot complain about that because honestly maybe in the 80s was bad but when i was there i always went to the gay pride oh my god so much fun let me just tell you um we had this malecon that we go all in uh, big cars, you know, all the it's just like the um, carnival in Brazil. They just make those huge cars, allegory cars. People just jump on them, you know, and they, they go by uh, clocks, you know, every clock has their car and they just, you know, do the pray, you know, the pray. It's amazing. It's a sick thing. Um, in the 2000, what, 2010, I did I was there. Amazing. It's affecting. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't see. I don't see any discrimination because there's a lot of gay people. But and um, there's a lot of uh, uh, tourists, like people from other countries, come. Um, you know, and they, you know, 
the occasion that they has to be there, you know, because they are uh, visiting Ecuador. I'm from the coast, so you know, people mm -hmm. go there for because of the warm weather, all the beaches, or you know, all the you know, all the museums, all the things there, you know, because the city uh, stay intact, like how the Spanish live. Sure. So there's gonna be there's gonna be um, churches. They're gonna be you know. Um, things that look very Spanish. So people go and see, um, where I'm from, Guayaquil, is, is it pronounced Guayaquil? We are the cities of the stars. So, or like, our flag has stars and it's, it's light blue and white. So it's a really cute uh, decoration on the city. You know, it's all about stars and, you know, I love it. I love going there. It's just, oh my God. It sounds amazing. It, yeah, it sounds amazing. It, it is amazing now. I never saw so many um, racism against uh, LGBTQ community over there. Okay. Thank God. Good to know. Before we wrap up this podcast, I want to say, because you brought up the word tourist to, to Ecuador, and mm -hmm. me as a tourist going to New York City, I'm excited because you're going to be my tour guide here in a couple yeah. of months, and you're going to show me New York City like I've never seen it before. And I'm excited yeah. to, you know, be escorted around New York City by an angel. <laughs> oh, my God. You are. You will be <laughs> in good hands. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> wait. And you have to meet my twin brother. I told my twin brother already. And he said he will bring a look for you to see it. And, I'm know, excited. I, yeah. And probably he's going to do a, a show. So, okay, know, I can't wait for you to be here. Um, yeah. Let's just... Let's so let's do uh, let's do some filming and pictures and absolutely all yes absolutely we're yeah that's a given given so when you say that he's going to do a show is that going to be uh, at a club or at a bar or what what exactly is entailed with him doing a show well he's going to doing a show in a club of course and let's just say that you know since you're going to be in the weekend here um mm -hmm. my brother you know usually goes out on the weekend not all, all of the weekends because he's not you know he's not like a um like a drag queen that you know do um a show in a specific club every weekend you know but if he you want to be in the city of course he will want to come and do a show okay so, yeah and we're probably going to go to her kitchen all right. even, even downtown, you know, just I'm, so many options, but you know, we had time to plan this. There's a million things to see in New York city. I've only <laughs> yes. got a couple of days, but we've already talked about some of the things that I want to do. And you know that I love horror movies. So we're yes. going to be going to the Dakota apartment building where Rosemary's baby, the exterior shots for Rosemary's <laughs> baby were filmed. Unfortunately, oh some God. other tragedies happened there in real life, but I want to see where, you know, one of my favorite films, Rosemary's baby takes place so Can't we're gonna wait. check out that and we're gonna check out broadway and we're also looking at a helicopter flight over the city so i'm looking forward to all of this oh my god this is so exciting are you excited i'm excited oh uh excitement's <laughs> an understatement uh, well that wraps up our episode is there any final thoughts that you wanted to tell the audience angel i would say whoever wants to do drag always you know prepare yourself before going to the public because you're gonna have fun that's not doubt but always looking good always looking um you know the good the good imaging the first impressions are the ones that you're gonna probably like you know remember take pictures i don't know take videos do tiktoks um 
we have all this light to just you know enjoy and be happy stop the you know the, the racist against drag queens um you know and love everyone you know share love make sure you look dusted not busted dusted oh my god that's a new one. make sure you look dusted <laughs> before going outside you know ask questions um and if you know me um you can ask me anything if you want to start doing drag i would how can people find you on um, Instagram and yeah. Twitter and Facebook? What what social media do you have? How can people follow you? Well, I have uh, Instagram is Angeka Klika is A N G E K A T L I C A. Um, that's my drug Instagram. Um, oh, you can find me on Instagram D A N G E L Papi is Daniel happy that's my instagram another instagram but yeah you should follow me in my uh, drug instagram because i need followers there okay start that, that instagram you, you heard it yeah folks. all in tiktok you can follow me um davy angel i just got a tiktok the gay florida man has just started a tiktok i follow you yes i i saw that and so um i hope that i can produce the material like you're producing because you are nailing it you're doing a really great job uh, so I would say you want to do TikTok, you have to post content as much as you can. Anything that's trending, just take that music that's trending and post and something, and then you will see the growth. You will see the you know people will see you. People notice you. Later on, like you know, as soon as that you post something and you commit to it, like I do, at least mm -hmm. twice a week or once a week people know on there so they're always gonna be likes they're always gonna be follow you know and of course everyone wants to have a million of views and TikTok because you get paid <laughs> but you know that's the goal you know for everyone that wants to do TikTok, you know just commit to it like there's nothing nothing holding you back like you know if somebody laugh for you well that's you're doing great <laughs> Well, make sure you follow the people that are listening. Make sure you follow both myself and Angel. And at some point in May, you should probably see on the Gay Florida Man TikTok, you'll probably see Angel and myself appearing on the TikTok for the Gay Florida Man podcast. So yeah. I'm going to end this podcast by telling you the same thing that I tell you every week, and that is to be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. And if you're sitting in prison, you're not good at it, Angel. Oh, my God. That sucks sitting in prison. <laughs> imagine imagine the prison the prison guys have a phone to do TikTok. Oh, my God. That would be so much entertaining. <laughs> it would be very They would be, the, oh, my God. They would be doing the moves, the rehearsals. Oh, my God. I can't. I, I, I can't just picture it. I'll have to write to the warden and make that suggestion. Let's see what he says. <laughs> They could get the lies and the views, you know? I, absolutely, they could. Mm -hmm.